Talk and Pray for Life and Business, faith-based personal development courses and coaching, tapping into our best life. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Cassida for Talk and Pray, and it took me a while to settle into myself. Do you know the feeling? Capable, ambitious, but wanting more? More impact, more success, more satisfaction? Me too. I've been a mompreneur and now maturepreneur. How do you like that term? (laughs) And I have a lifetime of experience, work, family, love, and loss that combined with the truth of scripture have taught me valuable lessons. I have a passion to share that wisdom with women of faith who want more. Welcome to Talk and Pray for Life and Business. Spiders and snakes. Now that the weather has turned cooler, I'm finding little granddaddy long legs in different corners, and occasionally a small one will drop from the ceiling of my shower. I do not like spiders. When I'm confronted with them, I'd like to do what I saw in a meme on social media, which is take a flamethrower and burn my house down to kill a single spider if it's hairy and scary enough. The granddaddies I can tolerate, if only because I can grab a tissue and scoop them up and out. Anything hairier or scarier, I'm not going within a country mile of it without my flamethrower. It makes me think of a song from my childhood. Jim Stafford released Spiders and Snakes back in the 1960s. Besides being about spiders and snakes, it also featured my name. One of the fun things about having an old-fashioned name like Mary Lou is that it shows up in a song or two from the past. I have a theory that I can tell your age, the range at least, by which song you quote or sing to me. Hello, Mary Lou by Ricky Nelson came out in 1961, which was before I was born. So if that's the song you greet me with, I'll know you are likely older than I am or had parents who were big Ricky Nelson fans. I looked up some trivia about the song, and it was at number one in Norway for 14 weeks. Norway! (laughs) Mary Lou, are there any Mary Lou's in Norway? It's been covered by Credence Clearwater Revival, Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin, can you believe it, and the Statler Brothers. Spiders and Snakes by Jim Stafford came out in 1974 and featured verses that were spoken, then a chorus which was sung. A shy boy asks to walk a girl named Mary Lou home from school, and they go by the swimming hole. He gets all silly on her and picks up a frog to shake it in her face, and her response is, I don't like spiders and snakes, and that ain't what it takes to love me like I want to be loved by you. (laughs) I was way too young to pick up the innuendo, but thrilled that a song had my name in it. The third song came out just a couple of years later in 1976, but when Tom Cruise danced to old-time rock and roll in the movie Risky Business in 1983, it renewed interest in Bob Seger and brought his Mary Lou back to attention. It was originally on the Night Moves album, and like the Mary Lou in Spiders and Snakes, she wasn't the girl you'd want to bring home to Mama. (laughs) I want to tell you a story about Mary Lou. You know the kind of woman make a fool of you. Mary Lou, the song says. She took my diamond ring. Mary Lou, she took everything. And of the three, I prefer Ricky Nelson's.
Hello, Mary Lou, goodbye heart is a way better reputation than Mary Lou, she took my Cadillac car or that fast little girl who let that boy take her to the woods. We don't talk much about reputation these days. Time was that your name was your most precious commodity. We tend to talk now of branding and the value of name recognition rather than the character qualities that are associated with a good name. Perhaps you know, as I do, of businesses that have a bad reputation for price gouging or poor customer service, or you may know or have worked with someone who didn't do what they said they'd do, and you get a sour opinion of them after a time or two of waiting for their integrity to show up. Proverbs 22.1 says, A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. A friend of mine and I had a conversation a few years ago about a certain presidential candidate. My friend Robert engaged me in conversation about which candidate I was planning to support. I'm sure I waxed poetic about choosing the lesser of two evils and how I planned to vote for the candidate whose platform more closely resembled what I thought about the economy and foreign policy. Besides, he had a cool theme song. Who wouldn't vote for someone who used Fleetwood Mac's Don't Stop Thinking About Tomorrow as their anthem? Robert didn't shame me or shake his head in disappointment. Instead, he asked a question. If a man cannot be faithful and loyal to his wife, the single most important relationship of his life, can you trust him to be faithful and loyal to a country full of people he doesn't know? The candidate's reputation as a womanizer was a deal-breaker for my friend. I heard a comedian say more recently that this particular candidate showed us who he was when he chose his theme song from an album called Rumors that was by and about people who cheated on each other. (laughs) Mic drop, right? Reputation has fallen to the wayside like other old-fashioned values. The infamous are famous. Being virtuous doesn't hold the same value as being notorious. I could reel off a list of single-named individuals, and you'd be able to tell me what they are famous or infamous for and what their reputation is. Dr. Henry Cloud, in his book Integrity, describes what he calls the wake of a person. You can tell a lot about a ship as you look at its wake, he writes. If it is in a straight line, you get a feeling that the boat is steadily on course and that the captain is not dozing at the wheel and that an engine or a shaft is not somehow out of whack. But if it is wavering, you begin to wonder. In other words, what the wake looks like can tell you a lot about the boat itself. He goes on to say, at the end of the day, we must look back and see if the wake of our work is profitable or not. If it isn't, it's time to ask ourselves some hard questions. The wake is the results we leave behind, and the wake doesn't lie, and it doesn't care about excuses. It is what it is, no matter what we try to do to explain why or to justify what the wake is, it still remains. It is what we leave behind and is our record. It's pages 16 and 17 of his book, Integrity. It's a good way to think about your name, your reputation. Is your name or your business name synonymous with good service, with integrity, with prompt payments, generosity? What is the wake you are leaving behind? 
We switched internet companies because the one company promised certain speeds, and when technicians came to install more equipment, they'd tell us that the service we were paying for wasn't even available yet. The company didn't have the infrastructure to support the high-speed internet they promised and that we needed to work from home. Imagine our excitement when another company promised a certain speed, and when we tested, we got more than double what the company promised. They under-promised and over-delivered. Which company would get our recommendation? Which company has the better reputation? Easy choice, right? Well, how can you make sure your business or your name has the best reputation? Here are five ideas. One, be true to your word, even if it hurts. I remember the first time I misquoted a price to a customer for a large ticket item in my business. She was so excited to get the package at the significant discount. And by the time I delivered the product, I was going to lose every bit of my profit and more. Should I tell her I made a mistake? I asked my husband. His answer, no, next time you'll be more careful. He was right. I never made that mistake again. But that customer returned and paid full price the next time because I kept my word. People remember when you don't do what you say you're going to do. Number two, be fastidious about paying your bills on time and gracious while waiting for payment from others. This is a hard balance, especially if your business is new or small and every payment could make or break your budget. Margin is especially important. Keep a reserve that will cover unexpected expenses, and it will also enable you to make things right with a customer if there is a dispute. Number three, own up to your mistakes and make them right as quickly as possible. That may entail a financial remuneration or a new policy. Be open to ways that you can serve better. Number four, return or repay anything you borrow and do it quickly. When you lend, do so without expecting anything returned, as Jesus said. Number five, bill honestly. If you offer a service at an hourly rate, document your hours worked and offer a fair accounting of your time. I like how the message version says 1 Peter 3, 13 through 18. If with heart and soul you're doing good, do you think you can be stopped? Even if you suffer for it, you are still better off. Don't give the opposition a second thought. Through thick and thin, keep your hearts at attention and adoration before Christ your Master. Be ready to speak up and tell anyone who asks why you're living the way you are, and always with the utmost courtesy. Keep a clear conscience before God so that when people throw mud at you, none of it will stick. They'll end up realizing that they're the ones who need a bath. It's better to suffer for doing good, if that's what God wants, than to be punished for doing bad. A good name takes a good long time to cultivate. Be sure to make decisions with your reputation, your wake, in mind, not to please people, but because God is pleased with your good name. We used to send our kids out with a tongue-in-cheek admonition, remember who you are. You are a Cassida, and you belong to Jesus. Don't embarrass either one of us. <laughs> they understood the value of our name. What adjectives would you like attached to your name, to your business? Fair, honest, compassionate, 
generous, punctual, considerate, joyful. She has integrity, a sense of humor, a welcoming smile. She doesn't show favoritism. She treats everyone with respect. Be very careful, then, Paul wrote to the Ephesians, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, Ephesians 5.14. Like the spiders in my house, it only takes one good shot from a flamethrower to destroy your good name. Be so good that when people speak ill of you, no one, no one will believe it. Father, names are a big deal to you. Names signify the character of a person, from Jacob the deceiver to Peter the rock. And now we who believe bear the name of Jesus, like the believers at Antioch who were called Christians, little Christs. Help us live up to the name we've adopted. Help me grow my business with your name and my name in mind, revealing the character of Christ in every transaction and every encounter with prospects, customers, clients, and associates. I want to make you proud and be proud of the name you've given me. Help me remember who and whose I am. These things I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, my word, we have reached a dozen podcasts. I meant to celebrate last week. I read that of the thousands of podcasts that are started every year, most don't go past episode 10. So I'm so excited that we've achieved a small but significant milestone, the first of many, I hope. Thank you for listening so far. Would you help me with a couple of goals? Between Apple and Spotify and a couple of other platforms, we have just over 800 downloads. I'd like to get that number to 1,000 this month. And we have about 70 followers. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it's 70 more than when we started at the end of July. I'd like to hit the milestone of 100 followers. I'm told that at 100 followers, we become more visible and accessible on all the different podcast platforms, and there's a bunch of them. Would you help me spread the word? Hit the share button if you think this or another episode would encourage someone under your influence. Or link the episode in your social media. I'd be ever so grateful. And leave a review. We have 21 ratings and 12 thoughtful reviews, and I'd love to see a hundred of those. (laughs) If you have a favorite episode, there are still so few that you might be able to pick one. (laughs) Make a note of it and write a little something about it. Thank you for so many positive responses via email, social media, and in person. Keep growing yourself and your business. I'm so grateful you're here to talk and pray. Also keep in mind that I've got online courses that I'll be releasing in the next few months. One is on identity and how timely that is when we're talking about your name. Remembering who and whose you are can make all the difference. So pay attention, see if identity might be something that you would enjoy. You can check it out on my website at talkandpray.us. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Talk and Pray for Life and Business. To learn more about the podcast and to get today's transcript, notes, and other content, go to talkandpray.us slash podcast. Join me every Tuesday for more Talk and Pray. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and leave a positive review if you'd like to hear more content like this. This Talk and Pray podcast is sponsored by Talk and Pray for Life and Business, faith-based personal development courses and coaching. Music is In the Field by Audionautics.com. Look for Talk and Pray on Facebook and Instagram.